Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith, how the two come together and lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, again flying solo this week. Looking forward to Pastor Ken Keltner getting back in studio with me, and I'm not quite sure when that'll be, but I look forward to it. Our two guests today, we've got two good guests, and, and um, our last three segments, uh, Kelly Kennedy, she's a former Division I basketball coach and author of a book called Broken to Bold, and it comes out uh, tomorrow. And she is uh, from Akron, Ohio. She was the Division I coach at Akron when all kinds of things happened, and she lost her job. We're looking forward to talking to her about this book that she has written, Broken to Bold, and it's just a journey that she's been on to, to really find her identity in, in Christ more than in Christ and in basketball. But our first guest, and not a lot, and I think he'll agree with uh, with me, not a lot in the radio business when you can uh, promote somebody at a different sports station when you're on one sports station. But Steve the Homer True, um, he's a guy that I've respected for a long time, and uh, I love to hear him on Marquette basketball. I'm a big Marquette basketball fan. I think he does as good a job as anybody in the country. He's in 94.5 ESPN. He's on every day from 2 to 4. But what I want to talk to him about today is he's got a, a YouTube channel with Tom Pippen. And Tom is a, a former Faith in the Zone uh, guest from a long time ago when we first started the show. And, and Homer and Pip, it's called My Faith with Homer and Pip. And I had a chance to be on that podcast. And I can tell you, they've had some great guests on. And all, by far, my favorite so far that I've watched is, is Stan Johnson, the head coach at Loyola Marymount. Who's an assistant coach at Marquette, but I'm now joined by Steve, the Homer True. Homer, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. Yes, it's uh, it's always work good to work with Pip, and I learned from a childhood friend that they call him Tommy. So I really like to call him Tommy now. But <laughs> feel free to do that as well. That's what his uh, childhood friends called him. Well, that's awesome. He is uh, he's about as good a man as you're going to find. I don't know anybody nicer than Tom Pippen, and 
you know, and please don't be offended by that, Homer, but that's he's a way nicer guy than you and I are. Why, why would I be offended <laughs> by that? Like, no one would argue with that. No one would argue with that point. Hey, before we get into my faith with Homer Pip, I got to tell you one one story. I love all the color analysts that you you have with, with Marquette, the guys that have gone through through it with you the last I don't know twenty twenty five. How many years you've been doing Marquette? Started, games? I started in nineteen eighty nine. Wow, George Thompson for me was he was the best of the best, and I can tell you there was a game, and I'm listening to the radio, and Pop Sims did something on the on the uh, on the floor with the ball. And, and George Thompson said he showed some prestidigitation. And I, I went, what did he just say? And I'm like, okay, I got to figure out. And you start laughing. You said, what was that? He, and he said, sleight of hand like a magician. Well, the first three times I used that line to somebody, I bylined George. And ever, ever since then, I've just taken it as my own. I, I've taken it as my own. But I remember exactly where I was in the car. You know, some people remember where they were when, when this happened or that happened. When George Thompson said Pop Sims showed some prestidigitation, I know exactly where I was. That, that Man, that makes me weird, I would think. Don't you think? No, George had different phrases. My favorite one was self-checkalization. Oh, that's awesome. That is, there's no way anybody can stop this guy, but he seems to be stopping himself. He isn't, <laughs> uh, he isn't doing what he can do. He also, he invented the no-footer. It had never been used. Many have copied it since then, but... Uh, yes, someone missed a no footer, and there, there are others. But yes, he uh, he was similar to all the people that played for Al McGuire that I've talked to. Basketball wasn't just a game. Basketball was me against you. It was a it was a mental thing. I own you. That I can do whatever I want. There was a there was a strength and approach that they had about the game. And even when he analyzed it, it's not about whether you're playing man to man or zone or this. It's it's getting a feel of Homer. This one's over. Uh, the first year, Tony Smith, I, I think it was Tony Smith or who it was. Yeah, he had made like 30 free throws in a row. 30 in a row. The first one he makes. And George goes, ah, I didn't like that one. The <laughs> George, he made and then then he missed the next one. And uh, Aaron Hutchins one day made a first, made a shot, you know, 30 seconds in. And George says, 30 tonight, Homer. But George, he just made one shot. I think he put up 34 or something. It's uh, there. Bo Ellis is the same way. There's a feel. I don't know if Al rec- recruited those guys, or I-, I assume it was a part of him. But man, that's the way they looked at the game. And so yeah, it was special. It was, I, and I did that presentation. I'm just telling you, I, I loved. I, I really do enjoy watching or listening to you on Marquette calls. I feel like uh, I'm in the arena, and I appreciate that. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the YouTube channel, My Faith with Homer and Pip. Um, how that thing kind of came to play, and and I got to tell you, I really appreciate you guys having me on. And I went back and watched it, and I realized I, I now I know what people mean when they say I have a face for radio. My goodness! But you had made a comment early in our our conversation where you said, "Hey, look, I I appreciate you said this to me. I appreciate you being out there in front of it, and you don't mind getting up and talking about that part of your life. And it wasn't something that." I, that you were comfortable with, and and I wasn't either, to be honest with you, but I feel like I'm being led to to do it, and I really appreciate you saying that. I'm wondering where kind of the idea for my faith with Homer and Pip, where that came from? Well, I want to address what I said to you because it's really the truth. It's You you are public with it. You I mean, that's, it's always been a big part of my life, but I always thought there's a part of my personal life, be it family or my faith, that 
I don't know if I want to be uh, the guy who tells everything about his family or the guy who tells everything about his faith. And so, and I thought, well, man, I don't feel, and then, then I, I've listened to you. There's another guy, Chuck Swirsky on, in Chicago. And it just takes a lot of strength because that's, that's part of who you are in terms of how people look at you with all the skills that you have on radio. And I just, it wasn't like I was, I just didn't, and I, and I, once you start doing it, I thought, man, <laughs> you just, you're so scared. Don't be scared. Do something. And this, this started not really on radio, but just um, the interest I have in people's stories about their faith. And I've always been fascinated with the difference that people have or what they would talk about. And part of it is because I'm, I'm, I have an amazing ability to irritate both sides. So people that don't have much of a faith think I'm too strong, and people that do go, but you have just these weird ideas. Uh, in the sense of being in di- being a part of different denominations and not understanding the, and so uh, my fascination. Excuse me, were you going to say something? Uh, no, no, I'm just listening. So my fascination became in a different way with Mother Teresa, who, um, as I learned more about her, when she decided to help all the people in India, she had to basically avoid trying to Christianize them because they wouldn't have let her help the people. They didn't want that. And so she she gave that up in order to help these people. And I thought, why can't I do something in that manner in terms of uh, you could be you be Jewish, you can be fundamentalist, you can be Catholic. And the faith story transcends all of that. And and so that's kind of how it got started. And I picked Pip because his faith is so strong and it's so normal. And as you said, everybody likes Pip. And then I. He knew Brett Young, who's done all the producing, which is so much tougher than normal because we've done done it with the video. So it it fit because I have a fascination and it fits kind of my philosophy that uh, that everybody's faith is a little bit different. And yet there's a strength and there's a common part to it. And people do such incredible things as a result of their faith, either recovering from addictions or helping other people. And. And it's uh, I've been thanks mostly to Pip because a lot of these are people that he's known. Um, just stories that just have amazed me how great some people are. And so hopefully more and more people will watch them, and we're going to uh, uh, turn it into a podcast where it's just the audio, whatever whatever way there is to get more people to listen to these incredible stories. Hey, I would uh, recommend to the people that listen to this show you will really enjoy. My Faith with Homer and Pip, you know, the the ones that I have watched, and again, Cordell Henry was so good, Molly Fay was, was really good. And he mentioned other athletes, and and Molly Fay was special, who got us on TV for her uh, her show in the morning. But her story, just, uh, and the other thing is that people will notice the incredible joy that people have in telling their story. Others, either that others haven't asked them before, or there's a sense of pride in being willing to go more public with it. Uh, there's been parts to it that uh, that have surprised even me, and especially uh, Pip. Everybody, I don't. I asked Pip, I don't want to know the story. I don't know how, no, I want to know nothing about this person because every time I hear their story, I go, "How does Pip do this?" Right. The the <laughs> the incredible power and strength and the story of of recovery or helping. Um, you know, the family that's like adopted 14 kids. 
Um, all the you feel like you're doing a movie. This should be a movie. No, this should be a movie. No, this could be a movie. Um, the the that part of it is way beyond what I yeah. actually anticipated. I agree. He is uh, Steve the Homer True. Again, you can check out their YouTube channel. And what I look forward to is when everything you know opens up. And I can either have him and, and Tom Pippen come here, and we can do a full hour because I'm going to be asking the questions this time. And he asked him last time, and when he said, hey, give me one, give me one one guest, and I went on like six or seven guests, and you were like, that's it. I don't want to hear anymore. I told you one. Well, I, I can't wait until I can turn the tables with Homer and Pip. And I, again, recommend go to this YouTube channel and go to My Faith with Homer and Pip. And look at all these guests and pick out a couple of them. And you'll get uh, make sure you put 30 minutes aside because you're going to get hooked watching this. And it's uh, it's really good. And I'm really proud of you guys for doing this. And and as much as we can cross-promote, I think the more people that we get to, to listen to these faith-based stories, I think the better we are. Hey, Homer, thanks a lot. I really appreciate your time. I look forward to again. Uh, hopefully in 2021 I can have you guys in studio and we'll do a full hour. Uh, I look forward to it. It's uh, it's fun to be on your show, and uh, I know people have told you this, but you you filled a role that most, including myself, may not have the guts to do, and uh, everybody's uh, benef- everybody has benefited from it, and uh, I'm glad you've done it and done it as well as you have. Man, that's Steve the Homer True. Thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Kelly Kennedy, again, former Division One basketball player at Akron, is going to join us. She's now an author, and the name of the book is, uh, broken to bold and comes out uh, in fact comes out tomorrow and i uh, would uh, highly recommend you you pick that book up and we'll talk to kelly on the other side this is faith in the zone on twelve fifty a.m the fan more now of faith in the zone discovering people in sports and their walk in faith faith in the zone is brought to you by brookside baptist church back with host mike mcgivern and pastor ken keltner on twelve fifty a.m the fan Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern. Again, flying solo this week, Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. We'll get back in studio when they allow us to do that. Our second guest, and we're going to spend the rest of the show with Kelly Kennedy. And let me tell you a little bit about her. Former Division I basketball coach, and she's an author. And I, I got a copy of this book, and, and I have to tell you guys, you're going to want to pick this book up, and it would be a, a perfect Christmas gift. The name of the book is Broken to Bold, Journey of a Rise to the Top, Major Fall, Revelation of Truth. And Coach Ke- Kelly Kennedy um, is our special guest, and you'll be able to pick up this book a couple of ways. One, Amazon is going to have it, and it hits tomorrow. So tomorrow the, the book is available, or you're going to be able to go to CoachKellyKennedy.com. And she's going to have about 100 books, and she's going to be able to sign them. And we hope to be able to get those to you by Christmas. I know going to Amazon, you'll get it before Christmas. And it's a really good Christmas gift. We are joined by Coach Kelly Kennedy. Coach, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Mike. Coach, uh, Coach, in the intro, I said a Division One basketball coach and author. Did you ever think growing up that you'd be introduced as an author? Uh, never, not in a million years, and uh, that's a that's a God thing. <laughs> it, it's a hundred percent, hundred percent God thing. Let's talk a little bit about your background and where you grew up. You, know, you came from uh, from a big family and uh, a lot of kids and 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 some brothers that uh, 
you know, that maybe toughened you up a little bit playing some basketball and some other sports. But where'd you grow up? And let's talk about that part of your life. Yeah, I grew up in uh, Euclid, Ohio, a little uh, suburb of Cleveland. And it's a lot of sports. You know, sports was a big part of our life. And growing up with the boys, I just, I always wanted to be, be one of the guys and, and get out there on the field. And so fighting and clawing uh, from when I was a kid, I was the wrestling dummy, you know, and they'd, <laughs> they'd practice their wrestling moves. I was the down, the down man. And I had to, you know, they'd practice. I'm like, well, why do I have to get my face in the mat? Like, you know, I had to learn to fight to stand up. So, so ever since I was a kid, just, um, and that's what helped to create my, you know, my competitiveness and my desire to, to win. And, you know, just, just wanted to be out there and, and compete with the guys. Hey, Coach, when you were playing, um, you know, youth sports and high school sports, and you were a multi-sport athlete, um, were you were you always the best on on your team? You know, were you that girl that was was okay? You're the first pick in every draft. Yeah, you know, fortunately, I I, I was, and you know, sixth grade, I played on the eighth grade team, and uh, you know, I was always a, I was even picked on the playground to play kickball with the boys. You know, I was picked in the top four, so that was a big deal too. Um, but all through, yeah, I played, you know, uh, varsity as a freshman um, in basketball and, and volleyball. And softball, I actually played JV, so I wasn't one of the better ones um, in that sport. But but typically, I mean, just my competitiveness. I was just just a scrapper. Um, Boy, I, I love that, and I find that, uh, you know, either it's whether a boy or girl who has older siblings that are – are really into sports. They're the ones that that I think really kind of they sit on the sidelines watching, thinking like, okay, when do I get to go out there and play? And and I have these three grandsons, and our youngest uh, of the of my daughter, uh, Beckett, is he just turned seven, and and Kelly, he believes this is his world, and he allows mm-hmm. you and I to live in it. I mean, that's where mm-hmm. this little guy is, and it just kind of makes me laugh. Hey, um, after high school. I know that that you had um, there's a couple options for you. You ended up at Case Western Reserve, and, and you, the idea was because it's such a good um, school academically, and you had thought about I was going you were going to be a doctor. And I loved the part of the book where you came home and said, "Mom, I'm not going to be a doctor. There's this class I just can't get through, and I'm going to be a coach now." And I kind of laughed because I thought, "Wow." You know, again, in high, in college, you can change your mind a hundred times, but that's a big difference, Coach. Going from being mm-hmm. a doctor to being a coach, and uh, the thought process behind behind that was academically, there was the one class it was really difficult. Yeah, it was you know organic chemistry, and 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 at Case, I mean, Case is a great school for pre med. You know, yep. it was one of the one of the best. So of course, I want to go to the best, and didn't realize that there's. Co- the competitiveness in the classroom like there is on the on the uh athletic field i'm like whoa 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 people i i need a little help here like i can't get through organic chemistry um but so so that competitiveness i I didn't like so much in the classroom but yeah I, i said that i remember sitting in my um my dorm room and just thinking what do i love what am i passionate about and i want to help like, I wanted to help people. That's why I wanted to be a doctor. But then I realized I'd worked several camps through the summers, and it's like coaching. I love teaching. 
that's that's helping kids. Um, so that desire was planted in me, and it was like, man, I want to be a coach. And then I said, and I wrote it down, Mike. I said, I want to be. I'm going to be a Division One head basketball coach. Now, mind you, a Division Three athlete who hadn't been recruited uh, to go play in college, you know, but to play D3, and I was going to be a Division One coach. I'm like, pretty lofty. Pretty, <laughs> pretty lofty. lofty goals for, uh, for you know, uh, for that kid. Yeah, I, I agree, and, and I can tell you that when, when you decided – to, to do that, similar to figuring out how to get up off the mat when your brothers are using you as a wrestling dummy, when you look at your bio on, on that journey of being a coach and getting to be a head coach at the Division One level, you know, grad assistant at Oregon, yeah, assistant at, at Texas Christian, an assistant coach at Iowa State, and then that journey to be the head coach at the University of Akron. So, you know, you're going home. You're going to your home state you get a chance to be the head coach at Akron, and it's interesting because again, we'll talk about this part in in our next segment. But that that's kind of who your identity was. You know that you kind of lost your identity into being. Look, I'm the I'm a Division One basketball coach, and that's who I am. And and when when that stopped, and you know you got fired after four years, and and it wasn't something you thought or saw coming. And there was a, a, that was a difficult time, and that's where the book came from. Again, Broken to Bold is the name of the book, and, and I, I certainly Coach is so kind to send that to me so I could kind of look through it and, and get an idea on what the book was about. And it's going to be difficult once you get it to put it down. I can tell you that because it's really well written, and there's parts of this that I think everybody that listens to this show, Kelly, has been through. You know, the disappointment and the love of their family. And, you know, when you dedicate this book to your husband, Todd, and your three daughters, Molly, Finley, and Caitlin, I, it, like, brought tears to my eyes because when you said, look, you, you through your love, you taught me to, you know, to be a better coach and, and, and these things that you have encouraged me to write this book. And you just an amazing family, and I will forever be thankful and blessed to be your, your wife and mom. I knew immediately when I read that that this is going to be a book that's going to be hard for me to put down because there's so much in there, Coach, that that people can relate to. Thanks, Mike. Um, you know, it was this book was written written from the heart, and the biggest thing was that I I look back at so many mistakes that I had made as a coach, and and in that journey, you know, I rose up. In, in a short time, I was 32 as a head coach, and, you know, there was a lot to learn, but I thought I knew it all. But then I look back, and there's so much I did I did wrong, and I wanted this book to be there to help other coaches, to help leaders, to help people. Shoot, we all go through brokenness in our lives. We go through things with our family, with our, with our team, and everything that I wrote, it was okay, how can this be a message to someone, a message of hope, a message of, of helping to make a situation they're in better? So that was the, the, truly the heart, my heart, is, is that if, if this book was to help one person, that's it. That's, it's like, all right, if it's for one person, that's why, that's why it was written. I can tell you that when you, you know, again, if you're a basketball coach, you need to pick the book up. 
because she will she's very honest with some of the, the mistakes that maybe she made and I, I can tell you that it is it's got basketball stories all over it that which is really interesting to me and she's looking at things at a different uh, with a different eye than maybe some of us other coaches do and I found it amazing let me tell you a, a couple of the the, uh, the different chapters that I think again as coaches if, if you're a parent of kids that play you're gonna want to read this because as a parent there's a lot of things in here that that I would Hope and pray that some of the parents of some of the kids I coached over the 36 years that I coached would have read this before I coached their kids because there's so much in here that you can learn. Pre-game warm-ups is, is the first chapter, my coaching journey, and then, you know, post-coaching realities, the long road to healing, which paragraph four is really, um, it, it's a tearjerker a little bit because you can feel the pain that Coach Kennedy went through. Life Lessons is, is near the end. The X's and O's of success. We're going to talk to her. Ask Coach Kennedy for her testimony um, on the other side of the break. Hey, before we get to a break, can you still hit a jump shot? Can you still shoot a little bit? Oh, I got ice in my veins, Mike. Man, yeah. You know what? There's, di- there's a difference between a pure shooter from Ohio and some of us boys here from Wisconsin. Don't, don't, don't think about coming up this way on a book tour. I'll find a gym, Coach. You and I, we'll, we'll play a little horse or one-on-one, whatever you want. I'm not going full court with you. I can tell you that right now. But you want to go half court, one-on-one, hustle, whatever you want. Come on. I got you. We keep, we keep it we keep it half court, and I got a chance. <laughs> you I don't know. Me. We stretch it out any further. I don't know. We, we need a little bit uh, of hey, co- help. Hey, Coach, if we go full court, we're going to play to two because I'll need to break and somebody <laughs> will have to call 911. Hey, a couple of ways to pick this book up. Again, she is Coach Kelly Kennedy, and and I hope it's okay if I continue to call you coach because that's what you are. You're a coach in, in a lot of different ways. Um, Amazon is is the best way to get the book, I think, to get it before Christmas, but she's got 100 copies, and she will sign one and, and ship it off. You go to this website. It's one word, CoachKellyKennedy.com. CoachKellyKennedy.com. We'll continue our conversation with her on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here are your hosts, Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner, only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, and our special guest, she is Kelly Kennedy, again, uh, former Division One basketball coach at Akron, and she is an author, and her book hits tomorrow. And again, I, I would uh, really recommend this. What a perfect Christmas gift. It, the name of the book is Broken to Bold, A Journey of, the, of a Rise to the Top, Major Fall, and Revelation of Truth. And you can get this book two ways, Amazon, Go to Amazon.com, and it hits tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, you're going to be able to buy this book, or you can go to this website, one word, CoachKellyKennedy.com. And if you want a signed book, um, she's going to have about 100, so she will have 100, and once those run out, uh, she's not going to be able to get those to you for Christmas. If you, don't, if you don't have to have it signed, Amazon would be a great way to make sure that you get it uh, for a Christmas gift. Hey, Coach, um, let's talk a little bit about your upbringing. Was, were you uh, brought up in a faith-based family? 
Yeah, I grew up. I grew up Catholic and went through, you know, Catholic school all the way through high school. And you know, I did as well, by the way. And I was, and I was always told to carry the Bible. And and I'm quite a bit older than you are, so this was a different time. But carry the Bible, and uh, don't worry about what's in it. We'll tell you what's in it. And so I never opened it up. And I I knew Jesus Christ the same way I knew Abraham Lincoln. I knew all the stories, but I had no relationship um, with him. Can we talk a little bit about your your testimony and and where your walk? Uh, with Jesus Christ began. Yeah, you know, I, I was always, um, even through college, like I'd, I'd go to church uh, on the weekend. Um, my roommate was Catholic too, so we'd make sure that we got to church, but, you know, I'd be uh, half the time hungover in church. Like, you know, that's yep. how good of a, you know. Yep. But but I was there. I was there because we were supposed to do our obligation. So, um, so that continued through, um, as I, you know, was coaching and, um, and then, you know, I always felt like I was a, I was a good, I was a good Catholic, um, that I, that I followed, followed the rules, but I never, I never really knew about that relationship with Jesus. Um, and then, then, then my, my journey kind of began when, um, so in, in 2006, I got, I got fired from coaching. And, and it took me years, Mike, to admit that I got fired. I, I walked behind that. I, I resigned. Um, I had a year left on my contract and got a new athletic director. That was, that was the easy thing to say. Um, and after that, so I had a year off, uh, you know, a severance package. So I had a year that I couldn't coach. Um, and then I started having a couple more kids and in that time, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, so I would start businesses and some of them had, you know, some relation to basketball, but I still wasn't really coaching. Um, and then I went to a business seminar and my biggest deal was I, I, my worst was in trying to figure out how to replace that income that I had lost, uh, six figure income as a coach. So how do you replace that? So I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, and I go to a business seminar because she's going to teach me how to make money. And, and, uh, and I'm sitting there at the seminar, and, and the, Danny Johnson's her name, and she says, she says, how do you answer to your boss? And there's a 1,000 people in the room, and literally out loud, I say, well, I'm, what if you don't have a boss? Because that's how you're an entrepreneur, to be yeah. your own boss. And she just turns and looks at me and points to the sky and she says that's your number one problem and i was like huh oh my gosh (laughs) it hit me between the eyes i was like you've got to be kidding me um so that brought me to my knees literally um and and i just started from that day forward in 2014 to really start learning about that relationship with my, with my father. Um, and, and I started, I mean, I was digging, digging in, I started reading the Bible and started learning. And then, um, you know, it was always about getting to my heart, you know, and, and reflecting and I'm doing all this reflection, looking back and, and finally realized I got fired. I got fired for a reason. Right. Um, I was not, I was not walking with, with God, in my coaching journey, I was walking with Kelly, 
um, and answering to, you know, worried about winning. And, and that was the identity, uh, you know, you, you coach and it's, it's what people judge you on is, is your win loss column. And, and that becomes your identity. And, and, um, so, so in, in getting fired, I lost that identity because that was who, who I was, was, um, what I did was my identity. Well, um, I first, so, first of all, coach, I love Danny Johnson. I don't know her, but I read that part of the book and I have to read one quick paragraph about this because it just, I, I literally got goosebumps when I read it. On that faithful day in 2014, when I recognized for the first time that I'd never accepted God as my boss, my real journey began. Digging into who I am and what I am called to do. The process of peeling, um, the peeling of my emotional onion brought many tears and tough times. You, you know, that is, when, when you talk about your testimony that day in Danny Johnson, I don't know if Danny has any idea what has become of you, but, uh, you know, thank God for, for a woman named Danny Johnson to challenge you mm-hmm. like that. Um, yes, and, and, you know, she really, it's been a six-year, seven-year journey with, with her. Um, oh, I mean, she was a, she was a, a coach, and, and we'd go to seminars, and it was just always one more thing, challenging, challenging. And then I had the opportunity in 2019, um, this was the icing on the cake, 2019, I went to Israel with Danny and, and a group of people, and she called it the father-daughter journey. And so I go to Israel and I'm like, what, you know, who am I to be going to Israel? <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, it was all about finding that, you know, that true relationship. And, and I love the water. I like, that's my peace. That's my peaceful place. And we go on, um, uh, we're on the sea of Galilee on the boat. As soon as I walked on the boat, I just had this, overwhelming like oh my gosh like like he was just wrapping his arms around me and just giving me the biggest hug and saying I love you you're my girl I know your heart and um and it was just like he knows me like that's where he just totally revealed himself to me on the water because that's that's my passion that's my desire and then just getting understanding who I was in that moment was life-changing you know, boy. So I, you know, the 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 testimonies on on this show, Coach. I, you know, they just they do they bring tears to my eyes because everybody has a different t- story, like when and how and where and and what was happening in their life. And and I thank you so much for for sharing that. You you must have been a little bit blindsided when you walked away from meeting Danny Johnson the first time, like. Okay, hold on. What just happened here? Like, hold on and say, "Whoa, let me take a breath here." What? Mm. What did she say? And what did she mean by that? And I, I cannot imagine you slept very well that night. Oh, for goodness' sakes, no! And and then she has a follow-up seminar, and it was like, "There's more, you know. There's more. You're called for more." And at that point, Mike, I was thinking the more because I was there to learn to make money. I'm like, yeah, there's more. Like, like I. Yeah, she's going to teach me how to grow my business. Like, that's the more. And it was always there's more. And then as I start digging into this, I'm like, oh, my gosh. The more is how much fulfilling your life is with, with your relationship with God. 
and it was just like that's the more i mean it took it took so much you know more and more um just getting on my knees and and knowing that love it was just like that's the more but it but it but it takes time to figure that out and um i'm just so so thankful um that god loved me so much that he didn't he didn't stop pursuing me <laughs> He did not, and and I think you'll you'll uh, you'll know this because I certainly did. You know, when 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 I made that decision, you know, Satan, the devil doesn't want to lose us. Didn't want to lose us, right? I I did. I reading your book. He, you know, you started drinking fairly early, as I did, and you know, I'm a hundred percent Irish, which means you know what, I could be addicted to you know just about anything. That's the way I got beat up a lot and drank a lot. I mean, that was who I was for a long time. And, you know, you stopped, you realized, look, this doesn't, this isn't what I want to do anymore. This isn't who I want to be. I loved this part too. And you said, look, notice I spell God with a little G because what is your God um, is, is again, another paragraph. And when you, when we're talking to coach Kelly Kennedy, you want to go to coach kellykennedy.com. And, and this book is about to be released tomorrow. Name of the book is broken to bold. And everything that I've read, and I will read cover to cover, I'm scanning through stuff, picking out stuff, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is really good. And I've highlighted about, you know, i got to stop highlighting every page, Kelly, because there's got to be a page that I'm not going to have interest in. But I haven't found that yet, by the way. Anyway, you say, look, notice that I spelled God with a little G and not a big G. Think about it. What or who you run to when you're hurting, when things aren't going well in your life? What is your love in quotations that you run to when things get tough? Is it chocolate? Is it junk food? Is it beer? Is it wine? The hard stuff? Is it a person, your spouse, your work, even pornography? Yep. There you go. I said it. There's probably somebody reading this that would run to that. And you know what? You're right. I mean, we we all run somewhere instead of just falling to our knees and, and saying, okay, Lord, what do you want? What are you doing? What do you want from me at this point? And that that trip with Danny Johnson for you had to be not only the trip, but that first day you met her. I just, I, I started laughing when I read that coach thinking you got home and went, okay, hold on. What just happened? I I'm in control. I, I want to be in control. I'm a head coach. I I'm going to run my own business. And now boom, Danny's like, okay, well, there's where your problem is. That's, that's what you, that's who, that's who your boss is. So what, um, tell me what you're doing now, coach. What, what, uh, what things and, and, do you have any aspirations of getting back to college basketball coaching? Oh, Mike, you know, I've been asked that question, you know, Tom Roy asked me that, you know, and, and I like, you know, if, if God were calling me, like, like if that's where he wanted me to be, that's what, that's where I would go. Um, but you know, the time and the, what it takes to do that right now um, is, is so much. And, and I have to be honest, um, I do a lot of individual work, like private instruction. Yes. And I love, love, love working one-on-one. And I just recently had kids, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm putting together a website. Could you guys just write a testimonial to how I impacted you, you know, if I did? And I have to tell you, and I'm not bragging, but it's it's kind of like God's using me, like, with these, like, I love working with the high school kids because, gaining teaching them confidence in more it's not just basketball right but it's believing in themselves and and confidence in in who they are um 
and, and helping them in that regard. And also I do some, I started this champion athletes for Christ at our, our grade school um, and sharing with kids, you know, what their identity, we talk about sports and, and God and Jesus. And my kids go to a Catholic school, so it's easy, yes. but they don't necessarily, just like we did growing up, like it's like they don't necessarily know the Bible and know about Jesus um, as, as that relationship. So, 100%. you know, I talked to them, and the biggest, the biggest lesson that one kid said was, I learned it's okay to lose. And when she said that, I said, I'm making a difference here because because that's not you're not defined by losing a game you know so to be able to get uh, some kids to understand that and be okay you know that they want to lose but someone's got to lose right and and it's it's okay hey really we only have about a minute left um in this segment and we have to get to a break but how how much different of a head Division one basketball coach, how how different would this coach Kennedy be from the one that got let go at Akron? Uh, I tell you what, the X's and O's would be much more simple and getting to the person and understanding my team and the people and, and who they are and, and helping them be the best person they are um, would be the priority and and the winds would come or whatever it, it is whatever's meant to be is meant to be but but helping them become a strong person and knowing who they are and confident in in, in themselves is is more important than uh, than the wind column. So different, a lot different. <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot okay. Hey, when we get to uh, we get to on the other side of the break, Coach, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. One, uh, your greatest victory. And I got to tell you, I read it because, and that was the, the so far the, the the best for me to read that. And and again, when I asked her her favorite victory, man, look, she got to the Sweet Sixteen. You know, there's a lot of good games that she's had great victories. You might be shocked at the greatest victory that she's had as a basketball coach, not in life, because we've talked about that. And again, I want to thank Danny Johnson. I do because for Danny Johnson to be bold enough to say, really, okay. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about your your boss that you should be be listening to. And uh, I really, I, I just think the world of, of her and and certainly the journey that she's leading people on. Uh, Coach Kelly Kennedy. Again, the book comes out tomorrow. Broken to bold, and everything I've read. There's parts in this that everybody that listens to this show, there's something here for you in this book, and it's really well written. I'm really proud of Coach uh, Kennedy and, and and how open she is. Uh, to her feelings in the journey that she has been on. You can go to CoachKellyKennedy.com or go to Amazon. And, again, this will be available for you tomorrow. And what a perfect Christmas gift. Wrap it and give it to the coach in your life. I don't care if they're a sports coach or not. Everybody's got a coach in their life. We'll get to a break. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here are hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Maybe you know, like your baby friend, 
Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM. The Fan, I am Mike McGurin flying solo today. Our uh, special guest, boy, she's great, Kelly Kennedy. Again, former Division One basketball coach, has a lot to do with her journey. And, you know, you always wonder, boy, I got, why, why would I get fired here? And the Lord had a different path that he wanted her to take. She is an author, Broken to Bold, a journey of the rise, rise to the top, major fall, and revelation of truth. Go to CoachKellyKennedy.com or Amazon.com. And, again, the book is available starting tomorrow. Any questions you have on how to get the book, you can get a hold of me here at the radio station if you're driving and can't write that down. One word, though, CoachKellyKennedy.com would be the best place to go. Hey, Coach, so I teased this up. The best win of your career, and you've had some big wins, man, some unbelievable wins at the college level. And when I started reading that that paragraph or that chapter, I was like, boy, this is going to be fun. Well, I had no idea where you're going with that. It was a seventh-grade girls game. Yeah. So, so my daughter's uh, basketball team, we had, we had five players in this game, and it was a playoff um, for, for seventh grade. And we're, we're down. I mean, we start down, I think we're down nine to two to start the game, and I'm just going, oh, man. Okay, this is awesome. And then my daughter comes down in the next couple possessions, buries a three. Okay, nine, five, boom, buries another three. I'm like, what is going on here? Where did this go? And she's just so nonchalant, like, holy smokes. So we tie the game, nine to nine. I'm like, all right, now we're gotta we're going somewhere now. Um, so but but it was it was back and forth and, and you know, she she kept getting fouled or tripped or she kept falling. The ref could come over and tell me, oh, she's just falling. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Okay, she's falling, like, every time she goes through the lane. Um, so no fouls are being called, and uh, we're just getting beaten up. We got five kids, and they're busting their butts. And one of the girls was not feeling well, which now during COVID, if she was playing, I'd probably be in big trouble. But she <laughs> she, she she played anyway. And um, and I'm like, well, you, we just have to start the game because we have to start with five. Okay, great. So she ends up sticking through the game and 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 playing hard. And we're going back and forth, and we end up going into overtime. And then it, we we end up okay. We're in overtime, and my daughter. Then I think we're down two in overtime, and she gets fouled. And I'm like, oh, awesome. All she has to do is make one. She just has to make one free throw. And, you know, the kid's a pretty good shooter. Yeah. No sweat. So it's not she misses them both. We're going into double overtime. Double overtime. I'm like, I'm like you, like, you got to be kidding me. And these girls are gassed. And, and all I can do is just, all right, come on, you guys. Just, just keep fighting, man. Just keep fighting and defending. You got this. And uh, so, anyway, we're in, we're in double overtime, and we're going down. And sure enough, um, we get into the position where Finley is. She gets she gets fouled again at the end of the le- she's shooting a three, gets fouled, and goes to the line, and again has time chance to redeem herself, and and she goes to the line, has to hit hit two because I think we we're down one, and um, she hits she hits two free throws, and we go ahead and we end up. We end up winning the game, and these kids are exhausted. They're gassed, and 
Um, and and I, I, I was very good. I didn't say anything to the officials. And, and after the game, the site director comes over to me and she says, uh, she says, Coach, she says, I want to tell you, she said, I am so impressed that you are so calm and how you handled your girls. That was, that was so impressive. And to me, Mike, someone who had, you know, I, I, I've had some anger issues in my coaching days and, and had said many choice things to officials. So to show that I can control myself and, and have that self-control was a huge, huge, huge win for me um, as, as a coach. Yeah. And, and then after the game, I go over to the team and I, I run them up and I start talking like you guys, I look at them. I'm like, I, and I start to well up. And I said, that is the most valiant effort I have ever coached. And I start to cry. And my daughter's looking at me like, don't mom, don't do it. And I just look there. I'm like, listen, this is, this is our moment. I, I'm going to say it, but, but it was just, it was a neat moment. And, um, but that, yeah, that, but to be told that the, uh. the, the control that I had was, you know, it, it just shows I've, I've come a long way and I'm so, so thankful that I get to enjoy those moments with my daughters and, and they appreciate, um, they appreciate. I love that. Up. I love that. We, next time we hold, we have Kelly on, I, I'm going to get that question about if I could have her coach or play in one last game because we have run out of time. You have to uh, t- take a look at this book. I, and I trust me when I tell you this. You're going to be so encouraged. And, and she has opened up her life and her heart to tell you about this journey that she's on. And there is something in this book for everybody. It's a perfect Christmas gift. It just is whether it's, you know, you're a parent that wants to read more about, you know, youth sports and some of the things going on and some of the things that Coach Kelly Kennedy believes. It's just a really good book. And the name of the book is Broken to Bold. Broken to Bold. And you can buy it on Amazon or it uh, comes out tomorrow. CoachKellyKennedy.com. Coach, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I wish you good luck with this book and I will call you back in six months to eight months and we'll just do a recap, find out how things are going. I want to know then what the title for your second book is because yeah, that's coming. I think the Lord's going to have you write another book. Coach, thank you very much. Happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you, Mike. It's an honor. Thank you for uh, blessing me with your time and, and having me on the show. You do great work and it's, it's awesome. Thanks for making me a part of it. You bet. I appreciate that very much. Again, CoachKellyKennedy.com. This is Faith in the Zone on 1250 AM, The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.